0: Did you
1: see the sky Welcome to the Young IPA Podcast. I'm James, this is Pete. Get everyone. It is the 25th of September and this is episode 128. We've got a big show for you guys coming up. Mm. I would say it is the climate show. Climate change being the biggest issue in the world today. Yep. We're going to be talking to Joanne Tran. If you don't remember her, she was uh, she got like pretty famous last year. She was a high school student that didn't want to go to a climate strike. So we're going to uh, talk to her about this year's one and sort of what that experience was like for mm. her. We also got Gideon Rosner, which uh, we filmed in front of a live studio audience last night for a bit of a change uh so Gideon's gonna be talking to us about uh the latest with Dr. Peter Wid and a few of the other things he's got on including the full Rosner Mm -hmm. so stick around for that very exciting um yeah so there's a lot of climate change stuff we have a few other things we're gonna get to uh like my favorite story potentially of the year potentially of my lifetime uh potentially of anyone's lifetime the Justin Trudeau Blackface scandal tough week I have not found a story this funny in a while but we'll get into that Pete anything you're looking forward to
0: well, I'm looking forward to speaking to the schoolgirl that we should be listening to about climate change. Yes. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. And the live studio audience was a real thrill. It was. Uh, I'll tell you what, I have found it very hard
1: to concentrate on anything that's not footy. So, yeah. uh, with Richmond being in the grand final this weekend. So, uh, I'm going to be leaning on you to provide a lot of factual stuff yeah. because every time I read about Greta Thunberg, I get about three paragraphs in yeah. and then I start going who is going to go to Toby Green.
0: Exactly right. I expected more, actually, it. from this intro. I'm surprised you've been. So I thought there's going to be a theme song and scarf. <laughs> yeah, and there might be. I, I don't know. I should have a button. I just get to press and it'll just play yeah. Dusty.
1: Uh, so Tigers and the Granny for those who aren't AFL fans. Yes, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, second time in three years, but who's counting? All right, let's talk about uh, Greta Thunberg because that is the big story around the world. So she's at the UN Climate Conference uh, and she gives this speech. I think we've got a clip.
0: My message is that we'll be watching you. This is all wrong I shouldn't be up here I should be back in school On the other side of the ocean Yet You all come to us young people For hope How dare you So Pete, talk us through it well, yeah, look, uh, look, before we get into Greta, I mean, a point I'd like to make about this climate change conference, which has just concluded is that it's achieved two-thirds of the proverbial, like all climate change yeah. pro- uh, conferences. But, yeah, on that, I mean, that's just tough to watch for me. I just see this this girl who's been manipulated by people that are pushing a political agenda. She's been dragged all around the world, as she says, yeah. to put forward this stuff, and uh, that's difficult to watch. I think Brendan O'Neill said, was right when he said... That she's being used.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like when she says, "You've stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words." Yeah. Like she could easily tell that to her own mind as another government. Oh. Uh, but like, yeah. We, so we played that clip just now, and she says these things like, "How dare you?" And then all of these people in the crowd just start going, "Wow, so brave, so yeah. brave, so brave!" And then they turn around and go, "Well, we're not going to do anything about it." Yeah. Like I'm just after feeling bad and getting claps and oh my god, there's Greta Thunberg, what a celebrity. Yeah. I'm not going to change. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. And they and they sort of awkwardly laughed, and it's like, no, no, she's no, she's very. You, you personally that she's having a crack at. So that's got a lot of... Yeah, it's like, I don't
1: like attacking Greta Thunberg herself because like, again, teenager, like she's a teenager. Uh, It's the same thing as like those uh, Covington kids, you know, Mm. like the MAGA hat with the Native American. It's just like... That's a kid and you, you've got to remember that And yeah. Greta Thunberg is a job. But it's like, yeah, like you say The people that are just parading her around the world Who are getting so very rich based off, uh, you know What they're making this girl do mm. And the sort of hysteria they can whip her up into Because yeah. she is furious in that
0: clip Yeah, she's definitely upset
1: Yeah, yeah, and then it's like, oh, we know where Trump's going to be Let's get her in there so she can give him a glare And then we yeah. all go viral again It's like, well, you know, are you really going to look back In five years' time at how you handled this period of your life And are you going to be proud of it? Yeah, exactly yeah. You're right, uh, that would be it. Uh, and then you know, with Greta Thunberg making that speech, was also the climate rallies around the world, so that was across Australia. Um, I would say less attended than I thought it would be. Like, well, uh, it depends my, who you ask. <laughs> uh, I'll ask uh, my own Instagram feed, which you know, I was thinking like last year was an absolute inundation of yeah. all my friends taking selfies from there. This year, like four or five friends. Oh, okay, uh, it's been
0: a bit of a job. The old Instagram metric, yeah, yeah, so uh, like. Uh,
1: On news.com.au, they had uh, conservative estimates put the number of people that attended around the country closer to 180,000. You know, crowds are always going to be... Oh, so this is 7 News. So, crowds are always going to be quite higher than people think it is. So, 180,000, you know, that's still less than 1% of the Australian population. Yeah. And again, like, uh, the last election was the climate election, and that was, like, slightly more attended
0: than the climate rallies, and that lost. So. Is climate striking on the way down? Uh, look, no, I don't think it's on the way down for the people that enjoy it. You know, there's still still people very passionate about it, but it just doesn't. Well, I, it.
1: I think they'll find another thing. If it's not climate change, it's literally anything else to get them. to yeah, exactly <laughs> uh, right. Shut down a street. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to bring up. Sorry. Uh, one of the ones that got viral was this uh, RMIT class. That's right. That's and what we're talking about. So, Hormoz Musbani is this lecturer. He sends her around a uh, email to all of his students. Hope you're well. You can get full marks five percent of the project mark if you attend the climate strike today in melbourne all you need to do is email me a group selfie while in the crowd for the strike
0: uh, and you get full marks Like, that is a great teacher. Mate, I wish I had that when I was at uni. Just go to the climate change protests, get a selfie with a few hot hippie chicks, and then I'll give you full marks. All
1: righty. Yeah, I would love to have been in a class where not going to class would have uh, increased my
0: grades. I would have been
1: the smartest student to have ever
0: lived. I would have done a lot better. (laughs) It would have changed. You know, I I did pass just for those asking. Um, and the other thing is, stop calling it a strike. Like, everyone's allowed to go. Yeah. So, it's not a strike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the public servants got the day off. You know, the, the teachers were there. Yes. Give uh, a break. And I suppose, like, the third thing uh, coming up
1: from climate change in Australia this week was that the Conversation Australia uh, and Crikey are banning climate scepticism from their website. Well,
0: that's right. The Conversation, of course, were government-funded. Uh, bravely put on their website, the editorial team in Australia is implementing a zero-tolerance approach to moderating climate change deniers... And sceptics not only will be removing their comments, will be locking their accounts. And then they went on to later in the statement say, we know you want to have constructive, positive discussions, so please don't... Do- engage with the climate change deniers, dob them in and help us create a space where they don't derail the conversation. So we want to have a conversation, but just not with these people that we disagree with. (laughs) Yeah, all we want is just people saying, I agree with what you've just said. That's right. That's the conversation. Yeah, exactly right. And look, I've got a few takes on this, but look, Crikey jumped in and said it was a step forward for media discourse. I mean, I just reckon how much of a lack of confidence must you have in your side of the argument to just ban these people. Like if yeah. you're so right and they're such morons, yeah. can't you then just you can dunk on them, them in
1: the comments literally every single time. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the and, and the other thing I I think it's very optimistic from the conversation to be thinking that there's that they're speaking to all these people that aren't already massively on board <laughs> with the climate. Like there's How the many <laughs> left-
1: climate skeptics were there in the comments? This yeah. is what I want to know. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And read the conversation for their news like the you know, some part of their magical far away lefty tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, um
1: so, Crikey, they can do whatever the hell they want. Like, that's a private company. Yeah, exactly they don't right. want those comments that, and um, whatever. But, like, the conversation is slightly different because it is backed by the government. Like, yeah. They do receive government funding. And, you know, if you are going to receive taxpayer money, mm. then you have to sort of know what the taxpayers are saying. And yeah. if the taxpayers want to come on and say this is wrong, then
0: sorry. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if there's this big media organization that only represented one side of the argument. Yeah, exactly. That, how bad would that be for democracy? Yeah. um, Yeah, That that's the whole thing. Like, we're now getting back
1: into science is literally a show of hands. Yep. Like, uh, we control the commenting portal, so therefore the science is settled. Yeah. Like, exactly. that's, that's, that's all the proof consensus. I need. Uh, cool. So, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff with climate. We're also going to be talking to Joanne Tran and Gideon Rosner later yes. in the show, but we'll go- move on to another story, which is Justin Chidori. Uh, like I said, this story has made me laugh. So, Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, the woke king of the world, everything he touches was fantastic for like a good two year stretch there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, apparently a fan of blackface, <laughs> as it's quite come a out. fan. Quite, quite a big fan. Quite the fan. He, so, uh, I mean, the, we're showing the photos now for people watching on our YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, so the man has a bit of a theme when he goes to parties. He does mm-hmm. like to. Uh, Go into blackface, and uh he doesn't. The best part for me is he doesn't know how many there are out there because he says, "I don't remember some of the photos yeah. that uh, have here." So I said on the show a few weeks ago that I don't remember is a perfect excuse. Mm. I now need to reevaluate that because in this situation, I don't remember how many photos there were going to be. Yeah, it's, it's not, not great. a great. It's not a good answer. Yeah. Um, some of them like a few of the articles like the New York post had the headline where it's like judo says more black folks photos might be on the way which sounded like a threat yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, look I'm not done so um, what did I want to say like uh First off, this is just funny. I just like it when very woke people uh, are exposed. And uh, it's it's fun for me, like, the amount of journalists that had so much stock in Justin Trudeau saving the world and Justin mm. Trudeau being so woke that they'll do anything to bury this story. Yeah. The Daily Beast yeah, and the man. National Post have not said he's doing blackface. He's, they said he's done face darkening makeup.
0: Hang on. <laughs> that is not what it's called. Yeah, it's like
1: Trudeau, uh, <laughs> you know, he's just uh, using makeup to darken his face. Yeah. and like so, so you would say that he's... Blackening his face. Yeah, yeah, the common term for that that everyone uses. Yeah, yeah, you just can't have it. Uh, and uh, I want to also check in with that young woman he corrected at a town hall. And yes, went viral. that's
2: right. Maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to. look or, at we, we
0: like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because it's oh, yeah. more inclusive. There
2: we go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yes, thank you. We
0: can all learn from each other.
1: Just want to check in with that woman of just, uh, you know, where she sits right now oh, on <laughs> uh, Justin Trudeau getting exposed like this.
0: Let's interview her next week. Yeah. Well, uh, sorry, you're going to say? Oh, well, all I was going to say was, I mean, is if you'd cover that face up. Like, he's a <laughs> dreamy guy. I could look at him all day, that guy. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, uh, one thing I would say to Justin Trudeau, I always like to bring in, if I was a PR, if I was Justin Trudeau's PR guy right now, what would I be telling him? Mm. And it works so well in the past. So I would just have a journalist ask you about quantum computing again. Okay. Like, do you go, remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like in a press conference and he just goes on a three minute rant about how quantum computing works and everyone goes, oh, what a smart yeah, guy. Yeah, and so it's so- like, actually that was... Uh, pre-arranged. Yep. So but it worked last time. Just have journalists ask you about quantum computing because you know the Daily Beast, <laughs> National Post can't even bring
0: themselves to say blackface. They will feed you the question you want. Exactly right. Like, and the other thing for me is uh, 2001. This happened, right? Yeah, that is not that. Long that is ago. not. That, this yeah, was not like 2001. It's not like
1: uh, that uh, governor of Virginia was like back in 1960s. I mean, that was still bad, but it was like oh, it's the 1960s. This is 2001. It was definitely racist <laughs> the then Internet in North America. Just, uh, all right, so let's. Uh, that's that. Let's go over to our heroes and villains of the week. So the hero of the. Oh, jeez. Uh, Saul, Saul's a man. Saul that played that moment. loudly today. That actually,
0: I was like, "There's a boar behind me." <laughs> about
1: to. Anyway, Saul, ever since Saul hit the big time, yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, he's lost his mind. Uh, that sorry, uh, that is a snort of freedom. So yep. this is just the snort we play when we find someone that has uh, stood up for freedom around the world. Uh, ...in the last week. So, Pete, you had a
0: nominee? Yeah, look, and look, I think Justin's a bit unlucky to not be called a villain... ...but he, we've, uh, we're on the heroes at the moment, yep. so let's focus on let's, that. Let's let's be positive. My, f- my hero for this week is Narendra Modi. Narendra Modi, Indian Prime Minister. It was announced earlier this... wasn't announced, it was leaked earlier this month... ...that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation were going to award Narendra Modi... Uh, a ...what's called a goalkeeper award for his government's efforts... ...to end open defecation. It's called the Clean India Mission... Uh, the, the Modi government claims, uh, and there's a few disputes, I wonder if this is actually true, but claims that uh, they said in 2014 when he got elected they were going to end open defecation in India and that they're providing Which would be a good thing. Which would be a good yeah, thing. That's a good a very, point. it would be very, very good thing. Uh, and, and 40% of people didn't have access to sanitation at that point. And yeah. now they're saying they've got 90% people with uh Access, yep. which is about five hundred million people, yes. to people in India, James. In so just
1: like I know, I know, like we're trying to put the scientific terms, of, mm. so we're not just saying it, but like that is making sure that people aren't pooping in the street and that's they're correct. not pooping yeah. in an actual toilet with plumbing. That's like, right. That's that's what we're talking about. That's
0: right. And and some of his critics say, well, you know, not everyone's got it, but you know, we're still talking about hundreds of millions of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, in response to that, uh, we've had. Uh, British Asian actors Jamila Jamil and Riz Ahmed drop out, uh, not attend the event that's going to be coming up in the next few weeks uh, in America and have not explained why. There's also been disapproval from at least three Nobel laureates yeah. and a petition by more than 100,000 people for him to not get given this award. Now, the reason for that is largely because of uh, the human rights abuses that Modi's accused of in Indian-administered Kashmir. Now, that's obviously not a good thing, yeah. but, you know... The, given the, the kind of dictators these people worship in like the UN and things like that, yeah. for be drawing, splitting hairs, or not splitting hairs, but for be making a point out of this is a bit rich. Yeah, exactly. It's like,
1: this is still a good thing. Like, hundreds of millions of people having access to a toilet is a good thing. It's, it's, and it's, that it's, is what
0: we're celebrating. Clearly a very good thing. And uh, And so for that, I'm giving Modi an award. Uh, and I think the reason that they're angry at him is because Trump likes him.
1: Yep, uh, that would probably that, that's the worst thing you can do for mm. your Hollywood lifestyle right yep. now is have Trump uh, tweet you positively. All right, uh, so my hero of the week is Boris Johnson because let's face it, he could use a leg up, especially after the Supreme Court thing today. He's having a rough um, week. He's having a rough week. Uh, but you know, we, like no one knows what's going to happen with that Supreme Court thing. But literally, my first thought was, does that mean my October 2019 election bet is back on? Oh yes, maybe we'll who be. knows? Uh, anyway, so... Let's be serious about this. So Boris Johnson, uh, so you guys might have seen that this collapsed travel firm, Thomas Cook. So Thomas Mm. Cook was this gigantic 170-year-old organization or whatever it was, Mm. collapsed. Uh, They asked the UK government for 150 million pounds to bail them out, and the UK government said no. And that's, like, heroic to me because... For so yeah. many years, we've had too big to fail. Like especially with the financial crisis, like we just can't have companies going down, especially yeah. companies that big. And for Boris Johnson to stand up and just say, "Look, this you know this sucks," and we are going to help people who are you know British tourists abroad get back home because you know there's a lot of people stranded. Yeah. But the idea that the government's no longer just going you know, okay, this uh, gigantic corporation that was just handing out executives whatever pay they asked for and then went down because they're terrible at running business, Yeah, we're actually not going to reward you for those terrible decisions. We are going to make sure that the market takes place.
0: Yeah, and that's a good thing because, uh, you know, it does happen every time a big company fails. Yeah. And these guys are pretty iconic. You know, if you're going to Wolverhampton for a league cup tie on a Tuesday night. As have we all. You would would use Thomas Cook. Well, that's that segment of the market. So, yeah. On your bojo It's good for him To get a bit of a lift In a rough week Yeah yeah And well it's though. like
1: It's good the British taxpayers Aren't going to be paying back The Thomas Cook uh, tax yeah. For yep. the next like 50 years And you've also done well To not give it to Tom Lynch Yes oh, oh. So. <laughs> we'll give that another week Five five goals Ten marks uh, Tore it apart Exactly. All right, uh, right. Let's go to Villains of the week Which would definitely Not be Tom Lynch uh, The Walter Peck
0: Award For Villainy There it is uh, So people that have uh, Stood up for tyranny So Pete You've got another nomination Yeah look Always easy to find The villains as I say Victorian MPs Were awarded pay rises Of up to 11.8% Last week despite more than 400 pleas from the public and government sector employees to peg the politicians pay closer to the wages earned by workers. Mr Andrews, the Premier's own salary, will soar to $441,000 in July. Snaps for Daniel. Snaps. (laughs) Oh, the snaps thing. I I still don't understand it. Is that meant to help people? What's that for? Just snaps. It's just a thing they do. Keep going. Don't don't pay attention to me. Okay, so... um, now, look, that was the, the justification. With, I don't mind. Like MPs should get pay rises over time. There's nothing wrong with that. How the, dare you? The thing that yeah, <laughs> they should be different The thing the start, this, The day we started paying MPs was the day things went badly. Well, that was a that was quite a big moment. But I'll get Zach uh, Gorman to talk more about that. <laughs> He's about it, to storm down the studio. Yeah. Uh, now, the reason why this happened is because a, a few of the MPs put in their submissions about why they you get a pay rise, that their stress from social media was too much for them and they deserve a pay rise. Yep. For example, there is no rest with social media unless you deliberately t- take time out, which you have to do for the <laughs> sake of your family and your own sanity. Sorry, you've found the solution already. Yeah, so just turn <laughs> off. In that complaint, you've also solved it. And, there's, and then look, there's a few more, but... The thing we have to realize is that MPs don't operate their social media yeah. accounts. Yes. Right? They get their first year staffers to do it because yeah. young people get it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, That's how I started here. And so exactly right.
0: So don't give me don't don't give me
1: this. Yeah, exactly. But it's like uh they're complaining that it's stressful but as they've said and as you say yeah. they go onto Twitter, type their names, then get sad and then that ruins their day and they can't spend time with their families. Yeah. And it's like that's a you thing. Yeah. Like, stop doing that. Don't put yourself in those positions. Yeah. Delete the app.
0: And don't ask walk
1: outside. Don't ask the people
0: of Victoria for an eleven point eight percent pay rise.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like you made me feel sad, so now you must pay slightly more to me so I can feel happier. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean that's a good argument. Yeah, yeah. It would make me feel happy. Well, like but also it's like, well, you know, the people don't like me, so therefore if I charge them more money, maybe it won't affect me. Like, maybe there won't be as much hatred for me mm. out there.
0: There you go. Maybe was like something.
1: The, I like the uh that's, I'm going to bring that up in my next uh, performance yeah. review. Well, yeah. All right, uh, sweet. Let's go to our interview with who we starting oh, with. You haven't done your villain. I, oh, my villain. Oh yeah. So I've oh. got a uh, uh, Launceston City Council. So Launceston City Council have announced uh, that they are moving the citizenship ceremony away from Australia Day to January the 25th, and this annoys me for a few reasons. One, like we've said it before in the show, and I will say it again, and I'll, whenever this comes up. This is not the number one issue when it comes to Indigenous people in Australia. Yeah, no, like, definitely not. If you want to do something to help Indigenous people in Australia, Moving Australia Day is not it. Talk about education, talk about health. Uh, second, the federal government is just about to implement changes that stops councils from doing this. So this is the most like, needless just posturing so that they can just get 10 retweets and then cry havoc when they, the government changes and they go, oh, I suppose we just have to do it on the date that we were already doing it. Mm. So it's just like... It, this one is particularly empty, yeah, okay, in my books. Even more empty than usual. Even more empty than usual, because um, it's just going to be just pushed back uh, yeah. straight to it. All right, okay. Let's go to those interviews now. First up, we have Gideon Rosner. Then we've got the quiz, and then we're going to interview Joanne Duran, Year Twelve Student. Okay, a uh, bit of a different interview for this time. This is our first Young IPA Podcast mm. interview in front of a live studio audience mm. here at the Bowley My Studio. So uh, we thought. Who do we want to bring on for such a momentous occasion. Only one name came to mind, Gideon Rosner. Welcome back to the show.
3: Great to be here. Anything to be in this fantastic studio. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> we needed someone. Oh, there they <laughs> are. There they are. You okay, b- might be picking right, it up yeah. in the background. So yep. no swearing, guys. We've got an audience. Yeah, to yeah. Expectations so are sky high now. There
1: are. There is a button underneath this desk. The sprinklers will come on <laughs> if the audience gets a little too rowdy. All right, but Gideon, you were in Canberra last week yep. with uh, Dr. Peter Red. So what was that trip about, and what is the latest with this uh, ongoing legal case with JCU? Well,
3: so I was in Canberra just on routine IPA business. We do speak to a lot of members of parliament. We do, you know, in addition to doing shows like this and getting on Sky News and so on, we do speak directly mm. to politicians to put our, our views forward. Telling um, Skyman what to do. Tell, well, correct, correct. Uh, you know, He takes my calls all the time. No, um, and uh, what Peter Ridd was there for was to lobby for an inquiry into Great Barrier Reef signs, which he actually got. So while I was there and Peter and I were like ships passing the night, we talked about how the case was going. Uh, the writing was on the wall then and we were steer, steering down the barrel of, an appeal by James Cook University against Peter Ryds was resounding win uh, earlier this year. And we sort of, um, we, we spoke, we talked about how we were going to raise money to pursue the next stage of the appeal and, and, and hardened ourselves for what, what comes next and it'll be a, a Peter versus Goliath battle.
0: Okay, so why are JCU appealing? They obviously already lost, yep. they, to, they owe him a huge amount of money. Why are they appealing? And it wasn't and just was. like
1: a regular loss. Like no. Jesse, you got hammered in that court case. It was.
3: It was. It was, uh, it was a finding that all 17 of their actions uh, against Peter Reid on the basis of his employment, ranging from his censures, from gag orders, to his eventual sacking, were unlawful. Why are they appealing? Uh, look, uh, the most charitable answer I could give you is because they can, because mm. they can afford it. Because unlike Peter, who has to go out and rattle a tin for 1.5 million dollars. Uh, they can use your money and my money to fight these silly and vexatious and frivolous legal battles.
1: Yeah, that's crazy to me because, like, uh, you just the amount of taxpayer money that they can draw on just to fight a case that they're clearly going to lose, they've Correct. clearly lost Correct. and they should lose
3: again, Correct. but they
1: can just do this.
3: Correct. Money that you and I give them again for the purposes of education and research, all to pursue a vendetta against one scientist. And the worst part about it is, the worst part about it is that this is all being done to suppress a good staff member's honestly held opinion to to stifle his right under contract as well as his moral right to free speech it is absolutely antithetical to what a university should be doing
1: yeah so i know a lot of people who listen to this show and you know a lot of people in our live studio audience would definitely care about how they can help peter ridd yes. in this so do you want to talk about the gofundme
3: yes so google peter ridd gofundme uh, as i said uh, it. It will not be cheap to take this appeal forward. Uh, we don't know how exactly it will play out, but uh, any and all gener- donations are very welcome. The good news is that the um, GoFundMe page has been open for 48 hours now at the time we're recording, and it's already racked up over a quarter of a million dollars, all from ordinary Australians, a lot of small amounts, a lot of 10 and $20 amounts, but people who might not necessarily agree with Peter's views on the Great Barrier Reef or climate change, but they do agree that even though they might disagree with what he has to say, they are defending with their wallets his right to say it.
0: That's right. So if you want to support Peter Reid, go on uh, GoFundMe. If you want to support JC, so you just keep paying your taxes. Um, <laughs> speaking of intellectual inquiry, we're about to step into the breach because our university sector isn't capable of doing that at the moment. The IPA has recently announced that we're accepting donations for our new book of research, yes. Climate Change The Facts 2020. Why don't you tell us about that project and why you're passionate about
3: it? Yeah, so what I'm holding in my hand is the last edition of Climate Change The Facts for those of you who are watching on YouTube and of course our fantastic audience here in the studio tonight. Um, this is uh, you know uh, the fourth in the series of Climate Change The Facts that we're putting out. Why am I so excited about it? Uh, well, firstly about the book. It's a book of scientific articles mostly by well-known um, scientists curated by the IPA's own Dr Jennifer Marahasi giving a Views on climate change you don't see on the ABC. Mm. Views on climate change you don't see on the conversation, for example, which has banned all climate deniers, which is a charming term in itself. I mean, that is an obvious equation to Holocaust denial. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're yeah. they're compa- comparing differences of opinion with, uh, in terms of carbon dioxide and its effect on the earth with the systematic liquidation of six million human beings. That is what the state of climate... Uh, the climate. The climate debate is in Australia. Yeah. The reason why this is so important is because we are bringing it back to the facts. Yeah, just with the conversation
1: thing as well. Like it's the same thing as JCU. Like they take taxpayer funding. And mm. you just think the conversation is w- more than willing to take the taxpayer money of people that yeah. are, are sceptical, but they won't take the comments and they won't take the articles. So no. you're not welcome in our community, but we will
3: take your money. Yeah, they'll, they'll take the, they'll take everybody's money as long as they can control who gets a say. Yeah. but this is a serious issue because this is not. A, a, a good faith debate about the environment anymore. This, there are school children who have had it drilled in their heads mm. that the world is going to end in 11 years. That is not environmentalism, that's apocalypticism. Uh, that is sub-rational and paganistic. So uh, as again, uh, this is one of the few places now where people will be able to, to see a different perspective and to get their heads around the facts.
0: Uh, so you're obviously passionate about this project, Gideon. Yep. Now I heard a rumour that you've got a chapter in this edition
3: i do is that right how many words uh, uh it was about uh let's say thirty five hundred words i've recently completed it i'm just giving it the the old oh, speech yes it. well it's a it's a so it's a chapter on the peter Reed case it's sort of typical rosner style writing a little bit, <laughs> bit gonzo a little bit of you know talk about my favorite subject i'm <laughs> yeah, Hunter Hunter um, talking about my adventures you know in, in meeting peter and, and going to court and seeing for myself uh the bastardry that had gone yeah. on there and everything else uh but it's yet unfinished because, you know, I've completed most of it, but uh, we, we it's it's an ongoing story.
1: Yeah, f- fear and loathing in the federal circuit court. Is that where we're working <laughs> right. uh, So who are the other authors that uh, you, you know are contributing that you're really excited to hear well, from? Because well, I know 2017 was absolutely loaded with authors from around the world that people really uh, gotten on to. Uh, yeah. So who are the people that you're excited about? Including
3: for? Peter Ridd. I mean, in fact, it was Peter Ridd's chapter in climate change, the facts that got him uh, wrapped over the knuckles by his employer. So you so next year. Apologies yeah, yeah. For the, yeah, correct. I'll... Uh, Getting in trouble with my employer—that's a world first. But um, no, the the the, uh, the the authors are really really good. Uh, Jennifer Marahasi, as I said, has put together a great lineup. There is a dubious gentleman by the name of Scott Hargraves who's writing about uh, who's our, of course, our executive general manager, uh, friend and of the a, show, very good friend of the show, <laughs> go and legend. forward, good friend of mine as well, who's writing about uh, different forms of so-called climate skepticism. But in terms of scientific authors, we've got great people like Richard Lindzen and Roy Spencer and Henrik Svensmark, you know. Leaders in their fields, who a lot of whom I might add, who have been handed out of their tenure or their uh, positions at research in- research institutes, or again are being slammed and slandered as deniers in this debate.
1: Yeah, brilliant. Uh, so the other thing we want to talk about with you is uh, something that we've all been excited for. Uh, in the IPA for a while now. It's the debut of the full Rosner. So, do you want to tell us what the full Rosner is, what that project is? Yes, and when people we've got can a expect. taste of it tonight. I think uh, yeah. th-
3: that's correct. Yeah, no, this is this is the free sample. We'll make you pay for the full package <laughs> soon. Um, no, the the uh, the full Rosner is is the IPAs. You know, we've, we've got a new studio now. We're expanding into digital content. We've got mm. some great podcasts. Well, we've got one okay podcast. <laughs> and one great podcast. We'll get there one. We'll get you, uh, you're on your <laughs> way. stuff putting
0: this stuff out every week. <laughs> <though>. <laughs>
3: Well, you know, um, so the, the this is our expansion into opinion television in, in the form of a YouTube show. So yeah. in the US they're very, very popular things like Ben Shapiro and Dave Rubin and things like that. Yeah, um, they do okay. They, they, they do okay. They do okay. So there's, there's a market for it. So I'll be uh, presenting that, looking down the barrel of the camera. It'll typically be monologues on whatever the opinion of the week is and giving mm. my two cents, we'll have a great series of guests. We'll have segments. Uh, Evan Mulholland is already signed up to do a monthly media watch segment, mm. uh, which will be... Very, very different from the ABC's version of Media Watch, and so far as people will want to watch it and get some value <laughs> out of it,
1: has he got the right level of smug that people come to expect from a Media Watch?
3: Well, I, I, I could never pull off smug. I'm never smug. <laughs> I'm never, never smarmy. So uh, I, I don't know. I'll leave that up to the viewing audience. But I should explain something about the um, the title because uh, it's a bit out there. But so I was sitting. We were sitting around with John spitballing these ideas, and what are we going to call? It? So. Uh, the full Rosner is something that my university friends actually cottoned for me back in the day when I was being particularly opinionated or rambunctious. Once uh, again, doesn't sound like yeah, you.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, like, never someone I've met
3: before. It was the meek, before I was the meek and mild uh, policy <laughs> director you see before you tonight. Um, so anyway, I put this idea to John, and he thought it was a good idea, and I said, "Okay, that's the working title," and it stuck. And now the great Paul Murray is announcing it every time I go on Sky as well. So, uh, so yeah, he's it, so excited for it. Yeah, he's no, he's really going no, to keep that guy out of the studio when you well, start. Funny story about Paul, see, as soon as I told him it was starting, he got, I was up in the Sydney studio. He got so excited. Um, he had me out the, in the car park of the Macquarie Park Studio of Skye puffing on a, a couple of cigars for 45 minutes, you know, telling me the tips of the trade and everything else. I mean, that, that's just a measure of the man. He's an all-round top bloke. So, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Fantastic. all right,
1: Fantastic. Uh, brilliant. So, Gideon Rosner, thank you very much for joining us uh, on the show and keep an eye out for the full Rosner.
3: Great to be here as
1: always. Alright, welcome to another round of Hey, What Did We Miss? Young IPA quiz. Big episode coming up yep. We have unbelievably The reigning champion Peter Gregory I'm here to extend My one round winning streak <laughs> And Gideon Thank you for joining us On uh, the interview Now we're back To the quiz And Andrew Bushnell Coming in for his quiz debut
3: Yeah well let's hope I actually get on the board here
1: Yeah because <laughs> these two Were like the second I said Oh it's Bushnell for the quiz like, You two yeah. are willing To concede It's to setting me up to fail It's yeah, yeah, no, no, just the expectations game
0: Look the, one of the Dirty secrets of this Is uh, <laughs> I don't uh, I don't really read the news <laughs> So <that's- laughs> You make the news. That's so that, that new line of work. We'll donate to WWW. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, we'll have like a banner up on the boat. All right. Uh cool. So uh if it's your first quiz listening at home or you know bush all this your first quiz. Uh one point for a correct answer, one point for an incorrect answer. Yeah. I might play around with that, but um, <laughs> 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 it's like who signs it anyway. Uh yeah. Uh the points do matter in this yeah. one. And we're not as funny. Uh and uh your first name is gonna be your buzzer, so we'll start with Gideon. Gideon. Roof seal? Dusty. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so has <Bushnell's laughs> gone dusty. I like it. And Pete? Uh, roof, roof. Roof, roof. Okay. So yeah, dusty. Roof, roof, getting Giddy. in the grand final spirit here. <laughs> yeah. yep. uh, cool. All right. So uh, any more questions? Any questions for the host? No? Okay, cool. We'll go on. So question one, true or false? Okay. Richmond in the grand final True I didn't actually say the buzzer so has yeah, right. just too damn excited Shocker I can't wait uh, I'm so excited Are <laughs> so
2: these all going like to be
1: Richmond related? <laughs> uh, I would love to But I would get in trouble The whole show would have been Richmond Just Jaden Shaw kicking efficiency stats Read out for 50 minutes Alright so question two Which Australian business leader Met with Trump and Scott Morris Oh that was so close You've got to go back to Bush I could really my buzzer uh, is I think it was Roof Roof Pratt Yeah it was Pratt So Pete's off to a flyer In the name, championship defence Dusty point. Dusty. That's oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah Full name uh, <laughs> Oh chance to Anthony. steal Giddy. Anthony It is Anthony uh, Good yeah, Glad right. So January 26th Is no longer Oh Gideon Yeah I got Australia? this Trainer. Uh, that is not the correct answer So that is a point Off for of Gideon Roof 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 Launceston. That is also the incorrect answer So I just get to listen Yeah and just here. get to listen Alright so January 26th Is no longer the date That <laughs> Launceston celebrates Australia Day What date will they celebrate
0: uh, it? Too easy. Uh, dusty Dusty the 25th of the January. The 25th of January. I was All right. so smug then. So I'm,
1: like, I'm <laughs> going to smash these folks. i got to gimme. I, I actually did structure that question because I knew you would go <laughs> too early. <laughs> oh, it's fine. All right, sorry. Uh, Pete's on one, Bushnell's on one, Gideon is on negative one. Everything to play for. All right, uh, the Emmys were yesterday. No one watched them, so this question might go a bit uh, haywire, but which show won best drama? At Dusty. Dusty. Game of Thrones It did indeed Bushnell taking the lead Alright so Greta Thunberg this week gave a speech Where did you give the speech to? Roof Roof. Is that up then? Yeah. Uh, yep, the UN going. I need something better than that <laughs> That is a point off The UN U- 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 U-
0: U- U- uh, summit on climate change
1: <laughs> That'll do uh, It's a UN climate action summit Oh, oh. oh that's pretty close oh, It's up to you yeah, it's up I'll to pay, pay you. it I'll pay it I can't go like <laughs> Oh, I you paid it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. All right. Uh, OK, this is, might be my favourite question of the round. How many blackface photos of Justin Trudeau do we Dusty. have?
0: Oh. Three. There are three at the moment, but, but we, it depends when we go to air, really. Like,
1: could <laughs> be twenty-seven by tomorrow. the time we Actually, ago. I got a Canadian housemate, and we were trying to figure out like how many photos do we reckon are out there by election date. Yeah. I reckon eight would be probably the right amount number. <laughs> this yeah. guy seems to really enjoy doing it. All right, uh, under UK, uh, sorry, under new UK Labour Party proposals to ban private schools, mm. how many students would enter state education? Like.
0: Immediately. Really good question. Mm. Yeah.
1: Closest to it gets it, no points off.
0: Um Catherine Burlesing will have a long have a long waiting list for mm. her school. Every year? No,
1: just next like how many students would have to be brought back into state education.
0: No points off. Oh no points
3: off. No points off. Oh, Closest to
0: it gets it. Uh, I'm gonna say a million.
1: A million. Two million. Two million? Well, 3 million. All right, 3 million. It's 600,000, so roof, roof. We've <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> got a smaller private sector in the UK. Indeed. All right, so score check. Uh, Pete is on three, Bushnell is on three, Gideon is still on minus one. <laughs> still time. And there's who I'm Still you never time. Know. All right. Yeah, you All get
0: right. five points with it. Okay, right. Israel
1: Flowell claims he has approval to play rugby Tonga. Inter- oh, oh, Tonga. Tonga is correct. Tonga. Tonga. So Tonga.
0: Point off.
1: Tonga. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, just, what was nah. it? Uh, anyway, Climate Action <laughs> Summit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. All right. So, students from which university were told they would receive full marks were approved? rm say. Correct. All right. Sorry. Uh, score check coming into the Who Am I is Pete with four, Bush and four, Gideon, non negative one. Gideon, you can cause a three way yeah. tie yep. if you get the Who Am yep. I On the um, five points I, That's the best, work work yep. like the best I can work for. It is worth it. And once again, I failed to come up with a tiebreaker question. <laughs> so don't do that, but also that's do right. it because it'd be hilarious. You'll yep. think, All right, so Who Am I? Five four, three, two, one, yep. Stand practice. Yep. Yep. All right, so who am I? I was born 138 years ago this Saturday,
0: 1881. Good question. That's easy. <laughs> Come on! Well, go for it, baby. <laughs> no, I'll let Gideon have a crack at the three-way tie
1: Alright, so for four points I emigrated from Austria to the, to the United States in
0: 1940
1: Roof, 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 roof Frederick Hayek Incorrect oh, it was the other one. You can't go back in You can't <laughs> okay. go back in Alright, so it's not over yet My first book published in 1912 Was the theory of money Gideon, Gideon. roof
3: Gideon Was would Einstein? Albert Einstein Albert no, Einstein Ah
1: Von Mises. Von Mises is correct. You was the other line. champion. I
3: literally, right. in my PhD, there's like
0: 20 pages. I Really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder why couldn't you get it? Because <laughs> I got kind of it mixed up. All right. Uh, cool. All right. So Bushnell, you're a champion. Congratulations, uh, man. Congratulations. Well done. Congratulations. Well done. Well, done. <laughs> well, done. Uh, we'll have you back on next week, and order is restored. That Peter Gregory right is mate. not the reigning champion. That's right. I was, I, just I, blowing I, me away every time I thought it. Going, oh, I get to automatic- no, no, I, bombed it's like, the-
3: I bombed the first two, getting my own buzzer on <laughs> <laughs>
1: you It's like for the first six months when you had to really go like, "Wow, Donald Trump is president." <laughs> <laughs> Last week's just been that Peter Gregory is reigning <laughs> champion. I would love to buy Greenland All right, <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. All right, let's go to the rest of the show. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we now welcome on to the show Joanne Tran. Joanne, welcome to the show. Hi. All right. So uh, let's get a bit of background here. So for people that don't know uh, who you are now, last time there were uh, climate strikes around Australia, you had an article in the Daily Telegraph where you were talking about how you weren't going to attend the strikes uh, despite the fact, uh, you know, you were a young high school, uh, you're a young high school student and that was like the prime demographic of people that were attending the strikes. You said you weren't going. Uh, So that's the background. So I just want to ask, were you asked to speak at the UN Climate Change Conference that Greta Thunberg was just speaking at?
2: No, I wasn't. I unfortunately wasn't invited to speak there.
0: That is a disgrace, Joanne. I just thought I was very surprised you weren't asked to give your speech at that event. So, what did you think about the climate stra- uh, strikes in uh, around Australia and around the world last week?
2: Um, it was interesting seeing it happen again, and. Um, I mean, like, I remember being at school that morning, that day, and um, seeing all, like, my school just opened up the gates and just not even bothering checking, like, whether, like, they were, like, faking early leavers' notes and they're just letting them go. And it just seems like there's just been, like, this sort of, like, even they might like, – even, like, though, like, the authorities in schools and, like, universities may not show that, like, you know, um, may not, so, like, say that, like, you know – they're in support for, like, the climate strike and, like, supporting kids leaving school. It seems like the actions that they show with just, like, for example, at my school just opening up the gates and letting the kids go says a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, my theory with this climate strike that was uh, last week was that it was, wasn't as well attended as the last one. From your circle of friends, did more people go this time or did more people go last time, do you reckon?
2: I think definitely more people went last time and that also played into the fact that, like we're towards the end of the term, like we don't have as many classes now, and that just like it was just less of an incentive to go because you know they just couldn't just skip class anymore because there wasn't really any point.
0: <laughs> really? So, so did many of your friends go? Do you think, or what? What kind of percentage are we talking? Um, just estimates fine. <laughs>
2: I think around – it was mainly the junior years that went because, like, a lot of the seniors actually had work to do because we have our HSC coming up. So, I think it was, like, around, like, 60% that went.
1: Yeah, so you're making a big uh, change in the world with the falling numbers. People are coming around to the Joanne Tran School of yeah. Thinking.
0: Great job.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hopefully.
1: All right, so one of the things, like Pete and I say, if you really want to start marching in the streets, one of the things we want to see is people marching for uh, efforts to alleviate poverty around the world, and that comes with, you know, trading coal that comes with all this other stuff that uh, the climate protesters say we can't have anymore. So is that the same sort of thing you'd want to see people stand up for?
2: Yeah, definitely. Like, not many people around my age realise that, um, like, like, the commodities industry that we have in Australia supports our entire economy. I mean, like more than 50% of our commodities that we trade come from uh, more than the uh, more than the exports that we more than 50% of the exports that we trade come from like our mining of like iron ore and coal and like it's often to like some of the world's po- poorest countries like India and China and Africa and they don't realise like you know how much it actually helps over there in terms of alleviating poverty. I mean millions of people have been lifted out of poverty because of cheap, reliable energy like coal.
0: So that's that's exactly right, Joanne. I Said that very well. Now, what about climate change itself? Where do you stand on that? Is do you think that the effects are exaggerated by proponents? Do you think that um, that they're overstated? Where, where where do you stand on that?
3: Um,
2: I personally believe in climate change, and I do believe that you know um, humans do have an impact on climate change. But at the same time, I feel like in terms of Australia's position on what we should do about climate change should be very limited. I mean, we only emit like very, very small percentages of carbon emissions that contribute to climate change. And I just don't think in terms of what the um, school kids are advocating for are exactly viable or are actually going to contribute to actually like um, helping climate change.
1: When you, when you uh, made your – sorry, when you wrote your first article about the climate strikes and, you know, got pretty famous off the back of that, what was that experience like for you and what was the feedback you were getting from your position?
2: Hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was really interesting because I live in the inner west of Sydney and my school, I would say, is pretty left wing. So I would say I've been sort of like being part of this like very small bubble and I was expecting a lot of backlash and I did get a lot of backlash from – like, in my local community and also my school. But one thing that I didn't expect was, like, the support that I was, the amount of support I was actually going to get from, like, anything, like, you know, the majority of people outside of, like, my little bubble that I live in actually supported what I was saying.
1: Uh, That's really good because, yeah, like, we're sort of conditioned, like, a lot of people are saying that you can't criticise Greta Thunberg at all and she's just a child, you can't say anything mean. But it did seem that, like, you know, you had a fair few people in your life. I know, like, there was a lot of support, but you had a fair few people who would be defending Greta Thunberg who were more than happy to attack you.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I think the, like, the sort of, I guess, the, backlash that i got from like i didn't mind getting backlash from people that that i didn't know on the internet or anything i didn't really mind that it's just sort of like the backlash that i was getting and like the bullying that i was getting from people that i've known since like you know i was like what 13 and like i didn't expect that sort of like you know attack like i don't mind me them attacking me like on like what my policies but them attacking me personally i just felt was just ridiculous
0: so joanne you're in year 12 aren't you
2: yeah, I'm graduating today.
0: Oh, Congratulations, oh, you're, gradua- you're no, on snaps. Snaps for snaps You're for taking day time out from your muck up day <laughs> to hang around with the Young IPA podcast. You you absolute- oh,
2: well, we had ours on, on Monday, so like um we got the day off today okay. to stay at home and get ready, so. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's good.
0: And you managed to not get expelled during muck up day. <laughs>
2: No, 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 no. I didn't get Excel for markup day. I didn't really participate in markup day, but, um, you know, it was interesting seeing this whole school being torn apart.
1: All right, cool. Joanne, thanks so much for joining us on the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>
1: okay, cool. So uh, we'll now fly through some stories that have made us laugh this week. That's right. And Pete, uh, you saw some people apologise to a tree.
2: Well...
0: Yeah, that's the story. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) uh, Union Seminary in New York is a place where faith and scholarship meet to reimagine the work of justice. Yep. So that sounds great to start off with. Uh, And they had a tweet during the week which says, Today in chapel we confessed to plants. Together we held our grief, joy, regret, hope, guilt and sorrow in prayer, offering them to to the beings who sustain us, but whose gift we too often fail to honour. What do you confess to the plants in your life? Do you want to start, mate? Uh, That I haven't watered them as much. Well, that is, I should have. If I would, if I wanted to apologise for a plant, I'd be like, sorry for killing you constantly. Yeah, because I'm just not good at keeping them.
1: No, uh, so we're both agreed on that one. But yeah, this is uh, particularly silly.
0: Yeah, yeah, look, I don't go out of my way to kill plants, but I do kill a lot of them. Okay. So that's where we're taking this.
1: Is just Pete does have a few things he needs to confess I just plants. want to share. Yeah. Uh so it's this classic, like, you know, the uh regular religion is being placed with just replaced with just guile worship, like just mm. people praying to plants and stuff. Mm. Uh, what I like about this, if we can see the image again for people uh who are watching on YouTube, is that uh no, just Whoop. the other one. That's the one. Uh so yeah, that for people watching like it's what we have is just like one hippie uh apologizing to all these plants in full view of the rest of the church like yeah. everyone else is still in there yeah exactly <laughs> like, you're not confessing to the plants you're confessing to everyone else as well so like you know the whole thing about regular confessional is like it's just a one-on-one thing you don't have to feel like uh you need to prove yourself to anyone that's yeah. like i i'm i'm not gonna tell them what i actually did i'm just gonna be like you know what I don't need to apologize to anyone. Yeah, Because
0: exactly. uh, I I love you. You're plants. not gonna you're not gonna and say I, that I you...
1: didn't drive an SUV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: you're not gonna say that you cheated on the plant in front yeah, yeah. of everyone else. <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, well, the other part of it is like, uh, are they uh, I'd assume they're vegans as well. Like you know, are they apologizing to, for eating as well as uh, environmental damage. I don't know. They plate. didn't mention that in the tweet. Uh, the other part of it is like you know, the other part of confessional was that the priest would then tell you what to do to make amends. Mm. The plant's not going to tell you to do anything. Right. Like you can just be like. All right. If uh, if you just want me to continue living my life, stay silent. Yeah. <laughs> don't All say right, anything. All right. Good. <laughs> yeah. If you want me to be the best person in this church, don't do anything. Yeah sweet sounds good to me
0: <laughs> continue on my way I'll
1: just go back on my SUV and I'll be over to a farmer's market to eat more plants yep exactly right uh, sweet so yeah very funny story all right, I got another one for you So um, Qantas have uh, engaged with this like neuroscience program to remove mm. unconscious bias in their staff uh, it's gonna like they say it's gonna lead to improvements in gender balance talent management and all this you know like work culture stuff like they just want Qantas to be the work culture yeah now Pete I am a pretty nervous flyer. Saul can attest to this. He sat next to me on a few planes. Uh, When the plane starts going up and down and vroom, vroom, I uh, grip onto an armrest for dear life. He's got a drink beforehand. Uh, Well, I've tried that. (laughs) It does well. Uh, So what I would say to Qantas is just land the plane. Yeah, That is literally all I need you to do. I do not care about a pilot at all. I don't care anything about this pilot's life as long as he can land
0: a plane successfully. Or she. This is what they're talking
1: about. Or Or she. Look, I don't care what... You know, the pilot could be a three-year-old baby for all I care. <laughs> if they could land the plane, I'm fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, Just land the plane. I, I This stuff, it's like these people, like a pilot or a person in business or yep. whatever, like they achieve this amazing stuff and then they have to go into work. Like they fly piece of bloody metal through the air yeah they have to go into work and say yes and there's
1: for no reason that it should go through the
0: air i don't care what people are saying about air pressure Uh, that is witchcraft uh, it'll just go really fast for a while and then eventually the air particles will lift it up (laughs) come on what is that i don't know it's but i hate hearing stuff you know the other
1: one Is like, uh, no one will be ever able to successfully tell me, like, when I'm on a mobile phone call with someone, how my voice appears on the other person's phone. Like, it's witchcraft. I don't care what you say about tins, like, the noise making tins move. Yeah. That's out of control.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how that one works either. It's it's like my voice and intonations.
1: Yeah, Yeah, unfortunately,
0: don't even answer for that. No, but what I was going to say was these, like, really smart people are forced to go into work and be like, yes, yep. I'm secretly racist. Yeah, How can I stop this? And it's like, well,
1: I was going to go on a two-hour training simulation about mm-hmm. what to do in cases of extreme weather, but yep. we're just going to learn about uh, fat shaming for the next couple of <laughs> hours. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, Speaking of fat shaming, actually, oh, uh, wow. we'll move on to this third it story. So this thing. one's breaking out this morning. So Clive Palmer has threatened to sue uh, Friendly Geordies. If anyone's a big fan of Friendly Geordies, uh You know, Friendly Geordies has a fair few videos. He's a YouTube blogger on Australian politics. He's got a fair few videos about Australian politics and about Clive Palmer. And he's called Clive Palmer things such as uh, Fatim F. Star Star Head, Family Show, and a dense Humpty Dumpty. And Clive Palmer has said, uh, I'm taking you to court. Uh, the the lawyer representing Clive Palmer has said, our client has suffered actual damage as a result of the defamatory comments published, including but not limited to extreme embarrassment, humiliation and damage to the professional, personal and political reputation. The guy that twerked on Perth radio (laughs)
0: has (laughs) suffered extreme... Hang on, how have I missed that? How have you missed that?
1: The video, I've seen this man twerk at a Perth radio station. That man's has suffered extreme humiliation as a result of... Dense Humpty Dumpty.
0: Ooh, and, and well, this is that Barbra Streisand thing you talk about.
1: Yes. Uh, so, first off, this is another case of defamation law is used by rich people to silence uh, poor people. Like, it is. Stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, Clive Palmer has enough money that he can just go, that made me feel sad and I'm just going to ruin this person's life for I'm the next
0: six months. going to crush Geordie's, whatever Yeah, friendly is. Geordie's. Uh,
1: so yeah, by the Strazahn effect is uh, when you try and make sure that no one pays attention to something, such as the comment, uh, "Dense Humpty Dumpty, mm. you end up having everyone talk about, yeah. including the Young IPA podcast, These two talk knuckleheads. about <laughs> "Dense Humpty Dumpty. Uh, an effect is like, uh, for a quick history lesson, if yeah. I may. Uh, so, Barbara Streisand sued a photographer for taking photos of her house and putting it on a website. And before the defamation, like before the case, six people had viewed the image. And in the month after the case, 420,000 people viewed the image. Yeah, exactly right. You just don't want to draw attention to it. Because now, every time, it's like when Chris Kenny said, like, uh, had to go at the ABC for the photo of him, you know, going out a dog that's now all I think about when I see Chris Kenny and this is all I'm going to think about when I see Kai Palmer yeah is... well, you weren't already thinking <laughs> maybe <laughs> he had a fat head <laughs> no just I've never thought dense Humpty Dumpty that is isn't like the number one thing every yeah. time I see Kai Palmer I'm just going to think that is a dense Humpty
0: Dumpty fatty McF head <laughs> yeah but I can't say it's that funny when you can radio. say it properly exactly
1: yeah. <laughs> alright cool that is it for the show this week thank you to Gideon Rosner and thank you to Joanne Tran uh, make sure you guys are listening to us uh, we're available on all the podcast platforms make sure Telling your friends and family about the show. We're now on YouTube, waving to the people on YouTube, so you can watch us do the podcast live. I don't know. I don't like this shirt uh, Sorry. <laughs> That's just a uh, brief window into me. All right. Uh, that. So I'll see you guys next week. Stay up. <laughs>